This is ESPN Radio. It is mornings here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. I'm Matt Jones. Myron Metcalf is with me. It is our third time with this show this week. It's early in the morning, but we're up and doing our thing. I'm in Kentucky. He's in Minnesota on ESPN2 on the radio. Myron, great to see you this morning. Actually, I can't see you, but I'm thinking about seeing you as I look into this camera, and it's nice to be with you. Good to be with you too, man. And we start off with a little bit of Otis Redding, so it must be a good sign. Listen, Myron's got good taste in music. He doesn't like my music, but I appreciate his. I'm a big Otis Redding guy as well. I'm also a big Booger McFarlane guy for a lot of reasons. Transition. Well, I just I liked first of all. You do well with that stuff. Well, that's that's why we're here. Booger McFarlane. He was on the SEC Network for a long time, and then he put him. They put him in one of those carts that like rolled across the sidelines for a while on Monday Night Football. I think they called it the Booger Mobile, which is what I called a car for a kid I went to high school with. But it didn't really work out. But nevertheless, the guy knows football, and so it was interesting yeah. to me. He was on this show yesterday as a football analyst, and he was asked which team he thought might be the biggest disappointment going into this year's season, and here's what he had to say. You know, everybody's really high on the Bears for making a huge jump because I think we look at Justin Fields and we automatically pencil him in uh, as a QB that's going to make a huge jump. I hope he does, but I, like I, I haven't seen anything that's going to let me know he's going to do that. Like, I watched the preseason games. He threw a couple of screen passes, and they took him 60 yards, and everybody's like, look at him, three for three, 120, QBR of 150 or whatever it is. I'm like, go back and watch the tape. He threw the ball behind the line of scrimmage, and the guys took it to the house. Yep. Uh, so, uh, ultimately, the Bears. Now, I don't know why Booger has to be a hater. I'm, for people who don't know, I'm a Bears <laughs> fan. We haven't had a good quarterback since Jim McMahon, and Justin Fields gave us a lot of reasons – to be excited. As a matter of fact, Myron, when I'm looking at what team is going to make a big leap, I look for something that's very similar to what the Bears had last year. They were in a lot of games. They lost most of the close ones. I usually see that as something the next year that can reverse and vice versa when a team wins all the close ones. Justin Fields is in that third year. That's when really good quarterbacks make the leap. Why can't the Bears be the good team and why is Booger wrong? Listen, they they can make a, a leap, but here's the challenge. I think three, four months ago, the Bears were in a great position to kind of exceed expectations because I don't know if the expectations were that high. They were under the radar to a certain degree, and I think that was probably to their benefit. And then your quarterback went out and said that he was one of the five greatest running quarterbacks in the history of the NFL. Okay, that was an exaggeration. Just- that was an exaggeration, but that really bothered you. I thought Myron Metcalf liked when guys were confident and when they came out and said, you know what, I can do it. Justin Fields says, look, I'm one of the five greatest running quarterbacks, and he, and he named them. He said, I'm, it's Cam Newton, Michael Vick, Lamar Jackson, and me. Why not want to be in that group? Steve Young. He put Steve Young in there, too, which is nice of him. Listen, as someone who's wrong often, touche. I understand where Justin Fields is coming from. But it put a spotlight on the Bears and pressure on the Bears that wasn't there before. So now I do think there will be more anticipation of what they can do. And it's going to be hard for them to meet that hype. They might be the third team, potentially the fourth best team in that division. It's a very weak division. So I think – the Bears have a chance to maybe somewhat flop, 
but I also don't think they're facing the same expectations as the Vikings or the Lions or a team like that. So, all right, so Booger gave his. He's wrong, we think, or at least I, I think. What is your team that you think will be the most disappointing, the one that the hype is the greatest and you'll see their performance be so much less? Well, I, I think you've got to get rid of the teams in this conversation that are strong defensively. Like, the 49ers will be good. I don't care who's playing quarterback. They had three quarterbacks last year. That defense will be one of the best units in the league. They're going to be a good team. The Jets, to me, it doesn't matter if Aaron Rodgers is MVP Aaron Rodgers or average Aaron Rodgers. I think that defense is so good. It's going to be hard for them to be bad. You know, they might not be a 14, 13-win team, but they're not going to be 7-10 and 10 again. I think it has to be the Lions. Like suddenly, you, you just the hate Lions. the Lions. You hate the Lions. I think you've hated them for weeks. Y'all are a cult. Like y'all, y'all Lions people. Like the <laughs> I'm, Lions not, I'm not a Lions person. Y'all have formed a, a cult or something because now all of a sudden it's like you can't you can't say that the Lions have flaws and weaknesses that you should be concerned about. Let's be honest. We cared about the Lions in the second half of the season when they went on that miraculous run. Up until that point, they were terrible. And remember, the year before that, they got off to that terrible start as well. Now you come in this season, and if you tell me, Matt, you know what? They can win the NFC North. They can win that division, get to the playoffs, and be interesting. I'm with you there. When I hear Super Bowl stuff Orlovsky yesterday, Orlovsky said they are the sleeper Super Bowl team in the NFL. I will note to Dan, I said that a couple weeks ago as well on this show, not because I think they're great, but in the NFC, you don't think they could beat the 49ers-Eagles in a one-off game? They could have a – let's say they have a good record, go, you know, 11-6, and six, end up with the third seed. You don't think there's a way they could pull that off? So it's possible. You know, if we're talking about possibility, will they? I don't think they will. Again, we t- sometimes make this leap because you got to find somebody at this stage to be a quote-unquote sleeper. You're counting on Jared Goff to be as good as he was – a year yeah. ago. That could happen. His history suggests that. Consistency is a challenge with him. You're counting on them getting some of the breaks that they got during that run late in the season. Like You're talking about one, uh, you know, close games. They want a bunch of them down the stretch. So I think the Lions can be competitive in the weakest division, one of the weakest divisions in the NFL with Minnesota, Green Bay, Jordan Love, the Bears, and Justin Fields. Sure, I'm with you there. Super Bowl is ridiculous. When you have the Eagles, the Niners, the Cowboys are a Cowboys, better team. Cowboys I have just don't it. understand it. All right, so when I look at the list of teams, because our producer was very nice, he put a list of teams that might be a disappointment. The Bears, the Bills, the Jets, the Eagles, the Cowboys, the 49ers, and the Giants. I like you taking the 49ers off. Any team with a good defense, I mean, they had three quarterbacks last year, and I'm not sure any of them are that good, and they won. Yeah. And they've, they've gone to the, a Super Bowl and an NFC Championship game with Jimmy Garoppolo. So to me, that is obviously a team that it will not underachieve. But for me, the one that's going to be the biggest letdown is the Jets because I already don't like what I see with some stuff on the Jets. I've enjoyed hard knocks at least last week, but I really want to see the one this week. The report yesterday that Tampa Bay came to town to do two joint practices with the Jets and the Jets backed off the second one because Aaron Rodgers had been sacked 10 times in the first one there was a fight and we'll talk about whether or not fights matter but it was enough of a fight that one of the assistant coaches went to the hospital that seems like a little bit much I think the the way they've set this up the way the contracts have set up the way you sign Dalvin Cook you're in a Super Bowl or bust mode so if they go 
if they're fourth or fifth in the AFC and they play in the playoffs and they don't get to the AFC championship, which I do not think they will, then it's a disappointment. It might not be a disappointment if they hadn't gone all in on Aaron Rodgers. If Zach Wilson took them to that game, might not be a disappointment. But when you consider how they've stacked everything up for this year, Myron, I would say it would be a disappointment if they don't go to the Super Bowl, and I don't think there's any way they do that. I just think that's not realistic, right? If they were in the NFC, I'm with you. But they are in the AFC. So you assume everybody's healthy, right? You got to beat Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Trevor Lawrence and the Jags and what they've been able to do. Okay, now let's go just to the AFC North. What if Baltimore is good again and Lamar Jackson, Odell Beckham Jr. come through? Deshaun Watson, if he returns to form, what does that look like? The path to a Super Bowl in the AFC it's so hard. is so difficult. So just for me, in that division. I mean, just the it's division is, is, is so hard. Does it matter to you the Tampa Bay story? The fact that they invite a team to come, they get their butt kicked so much that then they don't want to play the next day and then they have to go to the Giants stadium to have somewhere to practice. Does that matter to you at all? Because I think it's – I don't care if the, if the Bucks got mad, but I do think it's interesting, don't you? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want Aaron Rodgers to get hurt either. I wouldn't want him to keep getting hit. You know, I'd want to figure that out. Also, the fact that people are fighting with helmets on is still one of the most ridiculous things. And now they have the, the padded NFL helmets. Still happens. The, the padded it's helmets ridiculous. where that can't hurt. Who wins a fight like that? You have to hit somebody in the helmet. What does that do? All right, like, so I want to know, who do you agree with? Do you agree with Booger? It's the Bears. Do you agree with Myron? It's the Lions. Do you agree with me? It's the Jets. Or do you have another team? Who is going to be the biggest letdown? 888-SAY-ESPN. One of the things I like about this show, it's a national show. You all can call from anywhere. And global. if you're from somewhere interest, it's a global show. Call from Czechoslovakia, Czech Republic. Whatever you yeah. want to do, call. We would like to chat about it. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is ESPN Radio. It is a little Air Force yeah. One. Myron's got shoes in the background. I still don't believe I they're his. Air Force One's up. 
It is uh, mornings here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. 888-SAY-ESPN. Which team do you think is going to be the most disappointing in the NFL? I'm always fascinated with people, and that's why I'm looking forward to talking to them, who call at this time of morning, right? It's not only that you're up at 6 in the morning. It's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to call a radio show at 6 a.m. in the morning. (laughs) Those are the people that I'm interested in because you all are interesting folks. But before we get to that, I'm Matt Jones. He's Meyer Metcalf. I want to tell you a quick story, Matt. Uh, Meyer, you know, we're on television right now, and that's that's rare for me. You and I, they don't put us on television a lot. We're more radio guys, right? So getting on television at my house, trying to look good. I wanted to wear a shirt. I wore a shirt from my high school earlier in the week. I wanted to wear a shirt from my college, right? I didn't get that, so I'm wearing my OVW. That's the wrestling company I'm part of. But so I, so my college is like, we'll give you a sweatshirt, right? Because okay. you, I have red. It's red colors, and you can't really wear red on TV. So they bring me a black sweatshirt yesterday. It says – now, Transyl- it's Transylvania won the Division Three women's title this year in basketball. So, congrats to Transylvania, right? Congrats to them. They bring me a sweatshirt, and it says, Transylvania finalist national championship. And I said, well, that's a great sweatshirt, but we weren't just a finalist. We <laughs> won the national championship. And she said, well, we ran out of those. So... <laughs> So I just want you. I love my. I love my alma mater. But Myron, they were good. Let me wrap a finalist shirt. But the championship shirt, they were like, "Well, we don't really have any of those for you, so we can't do that." So you know, you find where you stand on the pecking order when the alma mater's like, "You get the shirts." Had we lost the game, that's the shirt you get for national TV. We'll give these away to anybody but the <laughs> national championship shirts. I, uh-uh. I really think they were the shirts if they lost. They just had a box of them that said <laughs> finalist, and unfortunately, that was the one they had. But it was still very nice. Go Transylvania, uh, the pioneers in, in Kentucky. All right, let's Why go to the phones. Well, I, it's in there. Maybe I'll put it on in the, in the second hour or something. <laughs> let's go to Matt in Atlantic City. Matt, it's up early. You're up early in Atlantic City. Why are you up so early? Well, good morning, Matt. Good morning, Ryan. I'm actually driving into work right now, so it's great hearing you guys on the radio. Um, I'm going to go the Philadelphia Eagles, and I might get chastised for this because I'm in Eagle country, and I'm also a diehard Giants fan, and I'm not hating whatsoever. But think about it like this, Myron and Matt. They lost their D.C. and their O.C. They lost a lot of key pieces on defense. Um, And to go back to the Super Bowl after you lost – is very, very challenging. Yes. To see that happen, I think they're going to have a good year. I don't think they're going to have the same year as last year. But if anybody can do it, it's Jalen Hurts, because I'm a big Hurts guy, Myron and Matt. But it's great hearing you guys. You have a great weekend. He sounds like a radio host right there. I mean, he 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 said hello to you. had an intro. Here's the thing. I've talked about this stat a lot. In the last 30 years since the Bills made four straight, only one team has made the Super Bowl the year after they lost in the Super Bowl. Most teams have gotten much worse. I think only like half the teams even make the playoffs the next year. So if the Eagles were to do it, Myron, they would be going against history and they would be breaking a mold that only Tom Brady has broken. Yeah, I mean, but Kansas City would be going against history if they win a Super Bowl again, right? That hasn't happened in 20 years. So I, I think to me with the Eagles, they have a couple of advantages, Matt. A – the NFC might be the weakest NFC we've seen in a decade. It's Philly and who else? The Cowboys, a 49ers team that might have Brock Purdy at quarterback or whoever they put in there. Not an intimidating NFC. Number two, I think they got better in the offseason. Yeah, they lost their coordinators, 
Brian Johnson was a quarterback's coach. There's familiarity there with Jalen Hurts. You bring in Sean Desai uh, from Chicago. He'll be a great defensive coordinator. Nolan Smith, Jalen Carter, who pound for pound might be the best player in that draft. So I think that defense gets better. So I think the Eagles have a lot of advantages. And we remember it was a three-point loss of the Super Bowl. They didn't lose by two touchdowns. They were right there with Kansas City. By the way, that's a phrase that a lot of people use. Jalen Carter, I'm looking it up right now. That pound for pound, he might be the best player. I use it a lot. But isn't he also huge? Don't you normally say that about small people? Like, normally you say a small guy is pound for pound. Jalen Carter's got more pounds than every guy. So when you say pound for pound, you must think he's really the best player because he's got all the pounds. Yeah, and I like saying pound for pound. It just makes me sound smarter. See, I knew that's what you were doing. But yeah. I think you say that like in boxing with the featherweights or you something, do. that you they're do. pound for pound. You say yeah. it for the D-tackles. Juwan is in Ohio. Juwan, where in Ohio are you? Columbus. Columbus, Columbus. Ohio. What are you doing up Ohio this morning? State. I'm working out. My son got to go to daycare at 7 a.m. So, working. I like the hustle, man. My man is working it. out at 620. Shout out to anyone that could I start the day it. in the gym at 620. You are a better man or woman than I am. Well, I'm, in the house. Well, I'm in the house, but I got a treadmill at my house, so I'm at the house. But. All right, well, that's still I, better I than I man. When do you think I've been on a treadmill at 620 a.m.? The answer is never. <laughs> so, go ahead, Juwan. Yeah, I, I've, been, I, um, I've been drilling this forever. I think it's going to be the Buffalo Bills because – like I, I, t- I called it with this before. Josh Allen, to me, is overrated. He's on the clock for the simple fact clock. that he has the same exact stats as Dak Prescott got. Hear me out: one sixty-five touchdowns to sixty-five. That's Dak. Josh Allen all got one hundred and thirty-eight touchdowns to sixty interceptions. That's Josh Allen already. And but Josh you, Allen, to be fair whole, though. My, Josh Allen's mind, won a lot on, more games. You, Josh Allen, uh, hang on. on, it's in your show. Uh, on, it's in on. your show, Jawan. Josh Allen has won, has won more and has taken his team to higher peaks. Doesn't that matter? Okay, no, no. I was gonna say that he had a good epic game, like Dak did early in his career against Aaron Rodgers. He had one against what against um, um Kansas. I mean, against Kansas City against Patrick Mahomes. But Chris Carlin pointed this out the other day, and nobody else jumped on it. He said the Buffalo Bills were going to make the playoffs, and I believe that's going to happen this year. And I told Harry Douglas and Amber Wilson on this show the same thing, and I turned around and hear Harry Douglas agree. Now, when Dak Prescott won the Super Bowl this year before Josh Allen, I wonder what everybody's excuse going to be. Y'all have well, a caller named right, Hank. This is a Cowboys fan. I knew it was going to be a Cowboys fan. I appreciate the call. When you hear <laughs> when you hear levels of delusion, you know it's a Cowboys fan. Cowboys are not winning the Super Bowl, and neither is Dak. What do you think about the Bills as maybe a little overrated? First off, I just think Cowboys fans got to get real about how bad Dak was. Fifteen, he led the league in interceptions, played twelve games. Also, Mike McCarthy's the head coach. Like, there's some serious problems that they have to overcome. <laughs> it's unbelievable. My problem with my thing with Josh Allen is I, I do I could see a world where they miss expectations because the expectation is a Super Bowl. Obviously, Joe Burrow has led his team there. Patrick Mahomes has won multiple Super Bowls. Josh Allen, if he is a top three or four quarterback in his league especially after what Jalen Hurts did, you're kind of like, it is time. So I could see if they lose early in the playoffs where it's like, man, this team's a disappointment. But Josh Allen ain't going anywhere, and he's going to be that franchise quarterback for a long time. I got a guy who wants to challenge Myron. Myron said the only team that has no chance of being a disappointment is the 49ers, and Alex is in Florida, and he has the 49ers as his disappointing team. Why is that, Alex? Uh, yeah, so I just feel like – how many years can you go and not 
actually make it to the Super Bowl and win it. Not winning the Super Bowl is a disappointment at this point for them. So, oh, so you're yeah. saying you think they could make the Super Bowl, they just won't win it, and that would make them a disappointment? How many times do you get that far? Well, they only I mean, been if once. you're a 49ers fan, you're getting there. They've only, I appreciate it. They've only been once, Myron. I mean, I think on some level, when you consider you have Jimmy G, Brock Purdy, and Trey Lance, you should be happy how far they've gone. Yeah, I, I mean, to me, this era is like call Clyde Drexler and Carl Malone and anybody who had to play in the Jordan era. You got Patrick Mahomes right there and a bunch of other really good quarterbacks in the AFC, and the NFC has some solid players as well. So I, I don't think the 49ers are in that position. They had three quarterbacks last year and they were still a really good team, I don't see how they're a disappointment uh, in any uh, measure. Yeah, I don't either. Let's do one more real quick. Jason in Florida has the Chiefs as his disappointment this year. Now, Uh-oh. you've got a very skeptical guy right here. I'm for, I think Mahomes is a contender as long as he plays in the league, but give me your case. All right, obviously Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL, no doubt, but obviously it's going to be a letdown if they don't win the Super Bowl again. What else is left? If they don't win the Super Bowl, the fans are going to be disappointed. Plus the fact, yeah, they have lack of weapons. Now you could say the same thing about last year, but Patrick Mahomes is great. He'll make them better. Andy Reid, so on and so forth. Defense is young. But, again, they won the Super Bowl. If they don't win, that's the ultimate letdown. They expect to win. Well, there's some truth to that. Myron, you and I come from the world of college sports where if you are a Kentucky, a Duke, or a Kansas, there's a certain percentage of people that if you don't make the Final Four, it's a disappointment. Do you think the Chiefs have reached that level of success? Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I thought we had a hard out. I thought we had a hard out. Not a hard out. Not a hard out. I mean, I appreciate you saying thank you definitely. Like, way to contribute to the conversation. Listen, I thought we had a hard out. That's why I said it. What? At least this is only the third day you've hosted this week. It's like Myron and I go, Lamar Jackson, do you think he'll have a a comeback year? Yeah. That's not how you do radio or TV, Myron, is giving me a word. I thought we had a hard out, man. Well, I'm going to take a hard out after that. But we will switch gears. (laughs) Maybe Myron will become more verbose during the break. And we'll do the top five quarterbacks. There was a list that I disagreed with. We'll do it next here on Mornings on ESPN Radio. Yes. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus... Their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is ESPN Radio. It is a party here on ESPN Radio. Mornings, Matt and Myron filling in for everyone. We are here this morning, and I wanted to show you, Myron, this was the shirt I got. 
the uh, from my alma mater, Transylvania, to mm-hmm. where today. It says national finalist. Transylvania actually won the D3 women's title. But this was the shirt, I guess, if they had lost. And you see Trancy that, you know, are, are, we're the pioneers, but our mascot is a bat because of, like, Transylvania okay. and Romania, et cetera. And we okay. were looking up. You asked me who the famous Transylvania alumni were besides yeah. me, although I'm not, very, I'm not famous. And I told you Ned Beatty is probably our yeah. most famous one. Isn't that impressive? It, it, Ned Beatty was a big deal for me. I, I just realized he was the father in Rudy, right? He was Rudy's dad. In, in oh, I didn't know. Most people yeah, know him for Deliverance, uh, the big, uh, the famous scene in Deliverance. Yeah, yeah, that was something. But Rudy, who did you Rudy, think Rudy. Ned Beatty was? Yeah, I get what? people confused sometimes. <laughs> huh? He thought he was Warren Beatty. Admit it. No, I Admit it. You I thought he was Warren Beatty. No, I saw him. I was like, that's not the dude in Blue Chips, right? No, it was a different, it's a different guy. Yeah, that's so. Nick Nolte. Those are not Nick the Nolte. same people. No, <laughs> two different dudes. Ned Beatty. But you. But I just want people yeah. to know during the break, Myron was adamant. To me, I am his friend. I've worked for my, with Myron for five years. He just kept saying, I just hope you know you're not as big as Ned Beatty. Now, you were very adamant that I understand that. <laughs> well, I feel like uh, Ned Beatty, rest in peace, would definitely have gotten the right sweatshirt. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like they they wouldn't have held out on Ned Beatty. You're saying they wouldn't you know? have given Ned Beatty the national <laughs> finalist sweatshirt. They would have given him the no. champion sweatshirt. Yeah, I feel like they have sweat sweatshirts that they're not giving you access to, and I think that's what you need to figure out. <laughs> that's why did you true. get the real sweatshirt? Ned Beatty would have gotten the title sweatshirt. All right, Saturday Down South. That is a website that specializes in the SEC, and they listed the best quarterback in the school's history for each SEC team. And I'm going to read you the choices. Now, I disagree with the one they picked for Alabama. They said Bryce Young is the best quarterback in the history of Alabama. Mm. I don't know if I buy that. But nevertheless, here are the rest. Ole Miss, Eli Manning, Georgia, Stetson Bennett, Tennessee, Peyton Manning, Arkansas, Ryan Mallett, Dak Prescott, Mississippi State, Tim Couch, Kentucky, Cam Newton, Auburn, Tebow, Manziel, Chase Daniel, Missouri, Joe Burrow, Connor Shaw, South Carolina, and Jay Cutler Vandy. So I ranked the five, if you just use that list, which means Alabama is represented by Bryce Young, who are the five best SEC quarterbacks of all time. So here's my list. See what you think. On number five, it's a little bit of a homer pick, but I'm picking Tim Couch from Kentucky. He was a number one pick for the Cleveland Browns, had NCAA passing records for many, many years. Are you okay with me having Tim Couch at number five? Yeah, I mean, Tim Couch was a brilliant college player. Um, and I think people forget, like, how good he was nationally. I mean, one of the best quarterbacks, you know, during his career, for sure. I think Tim Couch makes And sense. until a couple of years ago, he was the only dude that won a Browns playoff game since the expansion team. Yeah. A lot of people forget that. Number four, I have Cam Newton. You could make a case for him being higher, but I have him at number four He because he played one a year, but it was as amazing a year as we have seen in college football, Mike. Yeah, that was like this generation sort of Jim Brown season or something. Like that year alone at Auburn is statistically one of the greatest things we've seen ever, I think, in sports. So he definitely deserves to be on that list. Could be higher, but I get it. Number three, I got Joe Burrow, part of arguably the best offense in the history of college football, the LSU team, his national championship year. And what a lot of people weren't sure would that translate to the pros, and Myron, it has. You know, we'll talk in a minute about a guy who it didn't translate, but I was kind of a skeptic. I didn't know if what he did at LSU would work in the pros, and he's become just as good. 
I mean, he, he looks like, you know, the best quarterback in the NFL behind Patrick Mahomes. He's also a testament to the value of the transfer portal. Was sitting behind a bunch of guys at Ohio State, found an opportunity at LSU, the rest is history. So I think he's also a testament of the value of change. And by the way, if you don't live in the Cincinnati era, area, there is no human being that is a bigger human being in a place than Joe Burrow is in Cincinnati. I, I mean, he is an absolute – like. If he goes anywhere, the place shuts down. Because Cincinnati's not that big a place. And to have a star like Joe Burrow is crazy. I got number two, Tim Tebow. Now, Tim Tebow, you could make an argument, had the best college career. I can't put him at number one just because a lot of what he did was sort of ramp, rumble in from three or four yards. But people forget what a phenomenon Myron, Tim Tebow was in college. If, you did, if you're young and you didn't live it, nobody was bigger in their college years than Tim Tebow. T- Tim Tebow at his peak, outside of whoever the biggest NBA star was at the time, what LeBron or Kobe or whoever the biggest NFL star was, was one of the four or five most popular athletes in the country. Like That's how big Tim Tebow was at his peak. I don't know. I understand why he's not number one. In your eyes, but I don't know if anyone had a better career, not even just in the SEC, maybe in the history of the sport, you consider what he did. The thing about Tim Tebow is he can still go speak in any town in the South at a church and still have a 1,000 people because of how he played back then. I mean, he literally yeah. – I, I can't think of a guy who would – when I think about dudes who would have racked up in the NIL era, can you imagine Tim Tebow with oh. NIL? What, I mean, he might have stayed in college forever if he had had the chance. <laughs> yeah. It's unbelievable. And he did win an NFL playoff game, which everybody that loves to rag on Tebow forgets. He won an NFL playoff game. A lot of quarterbacks, Myron, have never done that. No. I mean, two, part of two national championship teams uh, and just sort of the, the cultural impact. Polarizing, but just a, a guy that everybody knew. I mean, again, one of the most famous athletes – We've ever he seen was polarizing before. for being nice, though. Like, nobody's ever said a bad word about him. Yeah. But he was polarizing for being nice. And then, number one, I'm putting Peyton Manning. He won a national championship. Great quarterback, Heisman winner. Here's where I, why I give him such credit. Florida was good before Tebow and good after. Mm-hmm. Tennessee was good before Peyton Manning, but he takes them on the brink of a national title, sort of takes the program to the edge. He actually is not the one that won the national title. T. Martin did yeah. the next year. But he elevated what had been a long, uh, you know, growing period for Tennessee to the top, top level, and he had huge passing numbers, obviously was great in the league. So I'm going to put Peyton number one over Tebow. It's hard to argue against Peyton Manning in any conversation, right? I think one of the – three or four best quarterbacks who's ever played the game in the NFL. I certain, certainly think collegiately uh, one of the greatest performances that we've ever seen. I, the thing with the SEC is there's just a lot of talent, and it's just hard to pick because I, I think as great as your list is great as, you know, Saturday down south, you know, there might be four or five other guys you can make a case for. Is there well, anybody you can think of that you would have put in there that didn't have a place? Three guys I, I think should be considered – uh, in the conversation, right? And I maybe we see what callers think. Chris Leak, you know, he leads Florida to the 06 BCS championship. He's the MVP of that game. People forgetting his career, Chris Leak threw for 11,000 yards, which was the record at Florida, right? Set a bunch of records there. Tim Tebow was his backup. Tim Tebow was a freshman on that 2006 team uh, when he kind of came in and supported, but Chris Leak was the leader of that team. So I think he should be considered. 
I don't know what you do with Johnny Manziel's 5,000-yard season, but it is one of the, the greatest things we've seen statistically, I think, in recent college football history. So I, I think, you know, if Burrow's on the list, uh, if Newton's on the list for their sort of one-season explosions, I, I think Johnny Manziel maybe deserves consideration as well. And then the only other guy that I would consider, and I'm not saying these are guarantees like these are locks, is Tua. I mean, Tua finishes with 87 passing touchdowns, yeah. a national championship. People forget his passer rating was 199 in his career. Like one of the most efficient passers we have ever seen in college football history. But again, I don't think that necessarily has to replace the guys on your list, but I would have considered those three in the mix. I'll also throw out two of the most fun SEC quarterbacks of all time. A guy named Matt Jones at Arkansas, who, if you remember, yeah. was one of the great athletes to ever play the position and a really bad first-round pick by the Jaguars. And then I got to give a shout-out to my guy, the hefty lefty, rest in peace, Jared Lorenzen, who, another guy who, if the NIL era had hit when he was playing, Myron would have been a He's superstar, the round mound of touchdown. Would have done, done well, man. Would have done well during the NIL era, for sure. That's right. So that's our list. If you have a disagreement, 888-SAY-ESPN. If I forgot somebody that should have been on there. But before that, you know, there's been a lot of fighting going on in training camps, a lot of fisticuffs in the NFL and in college football. There was a coach yesterday that came out and said, if my guys aren't fighting, they're not trying. But another coach went to the hospital after a fight. Should you be fighting in camp? Myron and I will let you know next here on Mornings on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is ESPN Radio. It is mornings here on ESPN Radio. Matt Jones and Myron Metcalf. You know, Myron, I like to look on the Twitter and see the feedback. You know, this is the mean Uh-oh, hour. Here you go. The mean hour is a 6 a.m. hour. Yeah, yeah. But we, ha- but we have a couple good ones here. One person okay. writes and says, I like you and Myron this morning. Myron, you, you should let Myron talk a little more because I like to Thank hear you. him laugh. So maybe we should let you Thank talk you. so that you will end up laughing. Yeah. Thank you, man. Thank you. Whoever said that. I mean, I didn't want to say it, uh, but I'm glad people see it. Man. Oh, what, what didn't you want to say? That I should let you talk more? I mean, you know, I'll take more time. I can't let you me. talk more when I ask you a question. You give me a one-word answer like you did a minute ago and just say yes. How am I supposed I to know, let you man. talk more when you do that? One person writes, I like Matt and Myron in the morning. They seem happy, and they don't seem to take sports all that seriously. That's what you hit. 
See, I feel like a lot of times when you listen to sports radio, people are always angry and yelling. To me, it's just supposed to be fun, Myron. Why you got to be so upset all the time? Yeah, I, I, I don't. I mean, I'm not. I don't get upset about it. It's fun, right? Fall is here. You know, you can't have fun with sports. There's enough terrible stuff in this world. Why would you? Why would you want to get upset about sports? Now, people who do get upset, some people who play sports. You had to like that transition, Myron. That Yesterday, you write these down. Uh, no, it's just it's show? just it just comes freestyle, to me like like Eminem, huh? Th- okay. This is my version of Eminem's freestyle raps. It's transitions <laughs> in sports radio. I'll take on anybody. Mile? Come on, Greeny. You want to go back and forth on the transitions? Let's do it. Deion Sanders was at, is at Colorado, and I guess his team had been getting in some fisticuffs, but he was it upset. Is that some of his uh, other teammates of the players do not get involved. Here's what he had to say. He just spoke. I seen two of y'all walking off over there, and you got a key teammate fighting. What do they do there? Nowhere. Nowhere. Not what do they do there? Not Nowhere. here. In one fight, we all fight. You understand that? Yes, I don't want to see y'all walking off when somebody's fighting. Yes, sir. Never again. I feel like Dion's got to <laughs> calm down. I mean, every <laughs> – Every practice is live streamed, TikTok, Snapchatted. He's yelling, he's screaming. I can't tell how much of Deion Sanders is real and how much of it is performative at this point, but do you agree with his statement that teammates can't just let people fight? They got to fight too. Yeah, I, I'm with it if you're facing another team. I mean, this was guys fighting themselves. This was like, you know, teammate fighting teammates. So. I, I don't know, man. I, I understand the mentality. He's really trying to change the culture. Uh, but but I don't know. I just wonder how good they're going to be, man. And, and the one thing I noticed beyond the fighting was there was like one dude that I saw on the field who looked like he's a high major football player. Like the size yeah. differences they're going to have to deal with. But it's interesting. It's I don't think people sure. realize how bad they're going to be. I mean, I feel, really like, I feel like people think because Dion's there. I mean, you know, their first game is going to be a, 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 like a prime spot. Like it's it, on, yes. on the other network. It's like the game of the day. Here's the best way I can say it. And I'm not saying this to be rude. I think if they win six games and go to a bowl, it's an amazing job. But last year he went one and ten. Okay, so I just think about the transfers. The starting running back, Myron, for Colorado – was at Kentucky last year and was fourth string. And now he's the starter at Colorado. Two of the best players on the field played for Jackson State last year. Now, I'm not saying that those guys can't be good or aren't better than they were somewhere else. But I do think before everybody acts like the Colorado's, this is going to be the Dion train, you might just want to slow down a little bit, Myron. Yeah, I mean, you don't judge him off year one, especially sort of this climate, but – it's going to be a transition for sure. I mean, his son, I mean, Shadur Sanders will be the quarterback. It, going from Jackson State to this level will be a big leap. But, you know, to me the question is when the sound bites and the flash wears off, what are they? Because Dion can bring a lot of attention to that team in year one. He's done that, and you got to give him credit. But, Matt, that wears off if you stop winning. People stop caring. So what happens then if they struggle this year? You know, their running back is the guy whose name you love, maybe one of the best names in college sports, the running back used to be at Kentucky, Cavassier Smoke. You love him, Myron. Not only do I love him, I think he didn't get the touches he deserved at Kentucky. You know, if, I, if I'm if i the head coach, hey, man, I would have given Cavassier Smoke more opportunities, 
Hopefully Dion will, man. Cause I think Remember, gonna- when he was in high school, he committed to Kentucky, and I interviewed him, and I said, how'd you get the name? And he goes, my family liked Cavassier, and they liked to smoke. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> I feel like I would come up with a different origin story. <laughs> Even if it's true. I'm just like telling you, he said that, and I was like, you know what? I like this guy. He's honest. You know, it is what it is. Now, Ed is in northern Michigan. Ed, what do you got for me? Hey, hey good morning. Real quick. So, I love that you corrected yourself on uh, Peyton Manning not winning a national title and gave it to T-Mart like deserved. But I got a little caveat. I, he did not win a Heisman Trophy. He lost that in 97. That's right, he did Charles lose it. You're right, he lost to Charles Woodson. My fault, that's my fault. You know, we make mistakes, Ed. If you sit here and yep. talk for an hour, you'll probably make a mistake. I'm not going to hold yeah. it against oh. you. Sometimes my, my, we hey, screw my wife up. Will tell you every, my wife will say every five minutes. But listen, based on your criteria, college, I'm sorry, Peyton didn't hold Tebow's job. Tebow was Well, I don't think he wanted great, to. Yeah. I, well, he was a much better college player than Peyton Manning was. Peyton Manning had that monkey on his back and he couldn't win the big game the two big games that tim tebow won i I don't think they're even close to each other when it comes to college football i know see i'm telling you this is how big tim tebow was in college for those of you that are like young tim tebow's so big that there's a man in michigan who's not even a florida fan who wants to come through the radio and fight me for not putting tim tebow number one like there nobody there's no player in college football that the average non-fan of his team will roll for more, Myron, than Tim Tebow. Tebow's a big deal. You know, but again, those two national championships, the, the, the first year he wasn't the starter. I mean, he was really good, obviously. But, you know, in terms of just talent, Peyton Manning is hard to argue against. Like, if you watch Peyton Manning, yeah, he did have a lot of struggles in sort of the bigger games. But overall, I, I don't know if anybody was better than Peyton Manning. The best career, though, I think certainly was Tim Tebow. Probably the best off-the-field move a quarterback's ever made was when he cried after the Ole Miss game, right? Like, if you go to Florida, they have his post-game press conference where he cried after the game. It's literally inscribed in stone as you walk in the stadium. I mean, it's like it's the – they act like he's Moses and it's the Ten Commandments. It's, It's a press conference. That is how you know somebody's a big deal. Yeah, that's the one where he was like, there will never be a player who – Works harder than me. That that thing. Yes, it was. Right? It was. It's. It's nice, but it's a little much. Chris is in Florida. Chris, I got less than a minute. What am I missing? So, so guys, just like with the whole Tim Tebow, Peyton Manning thing, um, you know, the whole not your list. Your list is fine, but the original list for was Stetson Bennett as the top Georgia quarterback. I mean, I know he won two national championships, but. Are we ready to put him ahead of Matthew Stafford on that list at Georgia? Yeah, Matthew Stafford was – I. well, here's the thing, Myron. Nobody knows what to do with Stetson Bennett. Like, I think we'll determine kind of how good Stetson Bennett was in some ways by how good they are this year without him at Georgia. Yeah, but I also think you got to put Aaron Murray in that conversation at Georgia too. We're talking about best quarterbacks they've had. Yeah. Well, I thank you, uh, thank you all for your input there on that one. I like my SEC quarterback list. I also like to sit and think about things in sports that haven't happened, but what if they had? We will do that and all the headlines of the day. That's next here on Mornings on ESPN Radio. This is ESPN Radio. More next 